Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. We're going to do something a little bit new tonight. We're going to uh, do uh, our uh, news bits and then uh, SmackDown and then Rampage all in the same show. If you're uh, listening to us in the audio realm, we're going to add some uh, some uh, 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 chapter breaks yes. or at least some time codes there for you. And then obviously on YouTube, we'll do the same thing. Yes. So if you're interested in a SmackDown recap, you just fast forward to that rampage, et cetera, et cetera. So it's all in one spot. You don't have to go to one video and go to another, et cetera, et cetera. It's something we're new we're trying. Let's try it out. You know, I'll be gone next weekend, so. This benefits Makes it easier on me then. Yeah, too, benefits yeah. you next weekend, so you have to worry about mm-hmm. two videos, just one, so on and so forth. So let's jump yeah. right into it. Uh, of course, yesterday, unfortunately, there were uh, 18 talent releases made by WB. Got some information, uh, backstage info, what may have led to the releases of some of those individuals, as well as some details on uh, talent's response to uh, their creative while still with the company. So, mm-hmm. uh, New York Post. Reported that, quote, a source with knowledge of WB's operations told the Post that one of the reasons Nia Jax, a former WB woman, Rawins champion, was released is that she is unvaccinated. Andrew mm-hmm. Zarian later added on Twitter, uh, quote, it's believed that possibly four individuals were released due to not being vaccinated. Nia has since responded to the New York Post report. Uh, this is what she had to say, quote, I usually keep my personal life private, but yesterday's reports Leave me with no option but to clarify matters. I recently took a short leave of absence from WB for a mental health break. I've been working through so much, more than I could share, and so I took some time with the full support of the company to take care of myself. Earlier this week, after WWE set my schedule to return to the ring for the November 15th show, I asked for an extension to my mental health break, feeling that I needed more time, and hoping I would have the ongoing support of the company I've given my all to for the past seven years. I did not receive a response. The next I heard, I was being released. My vaccination status was never mentioned. I wasn't given any choices or options. It breaks my heart to be so abruptly let go without consultation when dealing with so much privately. I love my career at WWE. I love the men and women I worked with, and I'm going to need time to process this huge loss. I appreciate those people who have shown understanding and compassion during an incredibly difficult time. Um, Yeah, that's, 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 it's a rough situation. Especially in this case, yeah, being taking a, a break to to get your mental health in order, and then finding out that you've been released, and who knows how that went down. I mean, I know Sean Ross Sapp had mentioned in a Fightful Select article uh, the he he had had the verbiage of the email that was sent out, and I was not I'm not aware if that's the if it's like a company wide email just with your name on it. Or if they get a personalized thing, I don't know if you saw any more about that. Well, I saw there was two. I saw I read I read that, and there was two. There was one that Laurenitis sent, which was very short. 
Yeah, it was just these people have been, yeah. Yeah, and then there was one that was released to uh, regarding NXT talents. Which okay, was, yeah, I saw that, yeah. Which was much more thorough. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, we got some other uh, news here too. Melser reported that Karrion Cross was set to undergo yet another repackage prior to his release, and that quote he had been pulled from TV because Vince McMahon uh, did think, or sorry, we get this quote again right. He had been pulled from TV by Vince McMahon because he hadn't gotten over. <sighs> so now that Cross is no longer employed by, we can get to that in a second. Now that Cross is no longer employed by WWE, both he. And Keith Lee have taken the opportunity to talk about uh, their creative during their time in the company uh, on a social media. When a fan asked Cross if he could have his helmet, Cross responded, quote, nobody wants that piece of shit, brother. Brother. Uh, meanwhile, Keith Lee responded to a fan on Instagram who claimed that this whole Bearcat thing was Lee's idea, saying, no, it was not, lol. Well, there you have it. It, I mean, it's been a while since we've used this term, Kafkaesque nightmare, which just means that you're in this place where they just do whatever they do. They send you out there. Oh, you're not getting over? No shit, I'm not getting over. Duff. I know, I know. He, you, you, like his his. Let's take away. Every, and granted, I I have been very vocal about I'm not even a huge fan of Karrion Cross. But you hamstring him from the very beginning. You take away th- what works so well in NXT, his packaging. That is a superstar entrance. The entrance was amazing. And he had a good look. And Scarlett looked like a million bucks. Put him together. And who cares if they can't really wrestle? She could wrestle. Who cares? It's pro wrestling. You get around that. Goldberg's still showing up. He can barely move. I know. You put him out there with those great entrances, and then you see if the crowd responds. But you can't just throw him out there looking like a sack of shit, and then, ha- and then thinking, that, "Oh, he's not gonna, he's not over." No kidding. And not not only that, you have him lose in under two minutes to Jeff Hardy in his first match. What do you think is gonna happen? What do you think is gonna and, happen and then in you, that situation? And then you think the solution is, let's put a helmet on him. Let's put a bucket on his head. What the fuck? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make <laughs> uh, any sense. And then, of course, and, the blame yeah. all goes on the performer, not on creative. Right? Uh, he's not getting over. Yeah, because you sent him out there with limp dick. <laughs> he looked like an idiot. Yeah, he did. Uh, that was my rant. Um, it's 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 mind boggling. It really is. It's it's hor- It's it's hilarious in a in a horrific way. In a horrific way, it's it's so bizarre. Um, the Bearcat thing not being Keith Lee's idea. See, here's the thing: I don't think every WWE idea is shit. By the way, I think some of the ideas are cool. I thought the throwback idea for Keith Lee, Bearcat, Bearcat, right? Uh, that was cool. I don't care about the dude's name necessarily, but the fact that you couldn't figure out Keith Lee, the fact that you couldn't see how over he was in NXT, he was the double champion there for like. A couple weeks and then you pull him, put him in limbo. He's the double champion. He should be going out there challenging the tribal chief for his call up. Whatever brand he's on, I guess Lashley. I guess he did kind of. But man. But yeah, and I mean, the Bearcat thing wasn't his thing. Keith Lee works great as a, I mean, he could either be, if regardless of his face or heel, you have him be Keith Lee. You exactly, know, exactly. not the grunting dude that we saw. Exactly. Ah! I know. In his match against whatever whoever he fought last time. Uh yeah, I don't remember. I know he's got yeah, such such presence, such charisma. Yeah, I know. You know, and, know. and, and to have him go out there and then and then just, you know not utilize what he is what has worked for him for years. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand that mindset. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The the crowd uh, Zondo here brings up the crowd response when he, he had the face off with Brock, yeah. and Brock was putting him over. He said, "Oh, you're a big dude. Look at this. I'm ready for this." You yeah. know? Yeah. He was really geeked out. Same with his. Remember in the showdown, uh, him and Roman at Survivor Series. Yeah, that was huge. Yes. Oh man, it was great. Oh man. Yeah, it's gonna the one the one sort of 
sketchy territory. I don't know if this is if this will ever actually be known. If I want it to be known, if I'm interested in knowing it, it's their personal business. If perception will change, if the we find out who the releases are that weren't that were because they weren't vaxxed. I mean, that would be a problem for WWE if you're trying to go into arenas where the requirement is you got to be vaxxed. Then it's like, you know, I, I guess you're made, you know, people are making a decision. Do I want, you know, if, if you're forced with a mandatory thing, you, you know, you're going to walk out of your job because you don't want to do that. Okay. Well, then it's kind of on you at that point. That's my own personal opinion. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you can't if you can't go into the place to perform because they got uh, uh, mandatories there, eh, my name's my name's Paul. You know, yeah, yeah. Anyways, anyways. So yeah, it's it, I don't know about you, man, but uh, I, SmackDown had some fun stuff going on. But as usual, the post-release SmackDown because yeah. it's always a bummer. Do you think? I mean, I, I wonder if this is going to be. Last time it was like the day after it was Friday. It was the, the day, day of, of SmackDown. Yeah, it was the day of. They released uh, talents like right as SmackDown was starting. But yeah, that's right. Yeah, so SmackDown was all just. But like the comfort, the 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 earnings call was the day before. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's going to package the whole thing together. It could be. It you know, it's be. like, hey, here's all this news. Um, so yeah, SmackDown. I thought there were some bits about SmackDown that were fine. There were some as usual. Some curiosities about WWE main roster booking that are, you know, never to be avoided, I guess. But uh, I thought I thought there was some. I thought the through line of the bend the knee stuff. I thought that was actually pretty entertaining. If you take the cheesy graphics they made for it. Yeah. Oh, I like those. Oh, those were so because corny. In what world did they pose for those? They tried to I make know. them look like they were cartoon or like comic book drawings. Well, yeah. But it was just a simple filter. I know. But in what world did Xavier Woods get down and bend the knee and, and did Jimmy do I that know. for I his? Know. I know. It was not. But great. I liked it. I, I liked it because of that, because it's kind of that kind of corniness I'm fine with. It was it was pretty corny, yeah. Um you know, a lot of in terms of pacing, I felt this. This was more uh, uh, felt very like like an episode of Raw because it felt long for the two hours, you know, at least from my perspective. It just felt long. It's that's it's exactly how I felt about Dynamite this week. I don't know. Maybe it's just us sometimes certain like days of the week or something just feel longer because when I was watching Dynamite, when I got to that second hour, I was like, oh, my God, we're only at six o'clock. Um, Smackdown didn't feel like that to me this week, but, you know, it's it's teeth their own. Yeah, totally, totally. I mean, there's some stuff to like. I mean, the the I thought Roman's promo to start the show was pretty solid. Uh, later on, when he said that the uh, smack, yeah. am I frozen? I must yeah. be frozen because you're pausing there. I must be. Am I back? Am I back yet? I'm back now. Am I back now? Am I back now? I can hear you, Clem Fandango. I can hear you, Clem Fandango. I'm back now. Apologies for the internet issues there. Um, so Roman later on when he said last week I wasn't here and SmackDown sucked. It was almost as bad as Raw. I like <laughs> that they're acknowledging, or at least Roman is, Raw is not that good. Um, yeah, yeah, but that so to me that kind of falls into the territory of a. Uh, oh yeah. Well, if they're acknowledging it, why don't they do, something, do something about, about it? it. Like I understand. When, yeah. I understand that. I do. I do like when he said I was running on a. I was running naked on a beach, and my wife. And loved my it, wife yes. loved it. Yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> but like, like Drew McIntyre versus Ricochet was a lot of fun. That was an awesome. Oh, that was bout. blast. That, that was fucking a, finish was great. Yeah, man. that was an awesome bout. Main event was really good. Um, there was stuff to like, just as a whole. Just kind of eh, middle of the road. Yeah, I'll, I'll be. I'm breaking this down. I I kind of dug a lot of what I saw. Um, I kind I kind of liked a lot of what I saw. I mean, there was the weird stuff. There's the uh, Mansoor and Cesaro being thrown together. Even they even called yeah, it a uh, yeah. makeshift tag a makeshift team. Tag team, yes. Um, versus Los Lotharios. Uh, we had Shotzi with the sort of a reiterated interview from a digital exclusive. Yeah, where she actually talks about, hey, we won a bunch of matches against champions and we never got our opportunity, and then my tag partner left me. I'm tired of being uh, a pushover. I don't need a tank to run people over. See, the only issue I have with that is she says something like, "In the WWE universe, stop supporting me." If you people. She did the you people. Yeah, thing. but yeah. here's the thing: yeah. if you watched yeah. the match last they week, they loved it. They loved they were, it. They were they were completely about her winning that match. 
Yeah, they try to kayfabe that shit. Same thing with Becky saying that people boo her, which like in extreme circumstances they kind of do, but I'm not entirely convinced that's not just being piped in. Um, yeah, no, you're right. The people were behind her. It'll be interesting to see. I guess what'll be interesting, and I wonder if they had thought to do this in front of a crowd or if they were like, we risk people cheering her whenever she talks. It'll be interesting to see how they present her in front of like when they get her in front of people if it's undeniable are they gonna keep on trying to do it or like becky they just nope that's not gonna work <sighs> it'll be interesting people like people being badasses dude yeah i know but i have a feeling they'll 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 try a lot harder if yeah with shotzi to keep her heel mm-hmm. than they probably did with becky that'd be my mm-hmm. guess because right now it totally seems like a situation where vince is like all right this is how i want things to be mm-hmm. full stop you know Oh, I saw White Brownie says, John, Johnny Gargano mm-hmm. beat Kyle O'Reilly in the dark match. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, we could just dive yeah, into, jump right it into it here. Yeah, uh, it opened up with Roman Reigns. I sort of I'm doing the cliff notes on this one, man. He comes out, says... Oh, I went on vacation last week. Everybody was bummed out. But I had to, after you smashed Brock, you got to take some time off. Got to go on vacation. Went to the beach. Ran around naked. The wife loved it. And then he's like, uh, he got uh, he got Brock, got himself uh, uh, fined and suspended indefinitely. He's responsible. He's got the stroke to make it happen. Then he asks Heyman, what else happened last week, wise man? Of course, he's talking about the New Day beating the Usos. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, well... Uh, who took the number one? He's blaming Paul for it. And then uh, he says, which one took the pin? And they both point at each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Jimmy hoping desperately that this is going to work. And then finally he puts down his hand and he puts down his head. And and uh, he's like, so you lost, huh? He's like, what are you going to do about this? How are you going to fix this problem? So Jimmy says, I'm going to make Xavier Woods. Uh, I'm going to go and I, I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do. I'm going to kick that, uh, that crown off his big head. And I'm going to make him acknowledge the tribal chief and uh and uh yeah i mean that's pretty much it yeah uh, oh yeah then, uh, then the, the new day, day come yes, out. Yeah. yes kofi and uh, xavier woods king woods come to stage uh kofi introduces king woods and Woods says it looks as if they've forgotten his table he says mm-hmm. i thought when you were a king around here you sat at the head of the table and then Ooh. you know you never stopped talking about sink at the head of the table and then they made a shirt in case you forgot that you're supposed to sit at the head, table, the head of the table all making fun of course of roman head of the table of course so uh, Kofi says maybe this table was forgotten on the island of relevancy, an island where only uh, <laughs> one could reside. And Wood says it's time to get the, the, the part of the show to the part of the show that people care about. He says, uh, Wood says I have a challenge. He says Jimmy, if you can defeat me tonight, I'll acknowledge Roman. But when, when I beat you, you'll have to bend the knee. Yeah, ooh. And Jimmy says, I'm not taking orders from the New Day. No one is bending a knee to them. And Jay says, no one bends, no one in the bloodline bends a knee to anyone. And Roman just hands his, sticks his hand out for the mic. And Jay's like, Jay what am I supposed confused. to do with this? And Heyman's yelling at him, put the mic in his hand. When the, the his mic hand, in his hand, he's his the hand comes out, you put the mic in it. So Roman finally gets the mic that says, bloodline accepts. All the interaction on the bloodline is just terrific it's stuff. Great. It's great. It, it really is. Uh, after this, we had a uh, we're in preparation for the Naomi versus Shayna Baszler match. We had a Sonya Deville interview. She's asked, uh, uh, "What's the deal with that? With what you're putting Naomi through?" And 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 Sonya's like, "Well, let me ask you something. When's the last time you saw this kind of fire in Naomi?" She said, "Never. She's glowing with confidence now. If she can win, she's like because I lit a fire under her." 
She says, if she can win against Shayna, then maybe she'll get a one-on-one match with me mm-hmm. one day. Then we had Naomi versus Shayna Baszler. Uh, this is actually a lot of fun, this particular match. Naomi ended up getting the win. Uh, she did that great, like, uh, sort of, I don't even know what it's called, the pile driver the on the apron. Heat yeah, seeker. the heat seeker. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, and then ended up getting the roll-up win on uh, uh, on Shayna. Well, there was, that there was like, out. yeah, so less, the, the, the finishing sequence was the, she hits the, the heat seeker, sunset flip, gets a two. Shayna mm-hmm. looks for the, the clutch. And Naomi mm-hmm. gets the ropes, and rather than yeah. the, have the ref break the hold, Shayna pulls Naomi back to the middle of the ring, and then that's when Naomi rolls up Shayna uh, to get the win. So, then- so Sonya comes out, and she notes everything that happened. She says, yeah. no, nope, sorry, that pin doesn't count because you held the ropes. Ref should have broken up. I have no choice but to restart the match. Shayna immediately puts a clutch on. Naomi passes out. We're going to get a payoff for this one, right? Best I can say is I hope so. I, I feel like this is a bit meatier of a story than, that they have intentions for to bring Sonya back than, for example, the shit with Lana going through the table nine times. Yeah, that's, but a, that's a fair I point. Just but don't I don't want to I don't want to be Charlie Brown. Confidence. I don't want to be Charlie Brown. <laughs> right. So. so at this, it's just like heat for the sake of heat. And are they ever going to actually pay it off? Don't know. Hope so. Don't know. Hope so. Uh, I'd say it's like a 60-40. Yes, they do. That sounds fair. That sounds fair. So Roman's backstage with the Usos. Says, uh, I I take a vacation and it all falls apart. SmackDown sucks. It's almost as bad as Raw. And Jimmy laughs when he says that. And Roman's like, you think that's a joke? You think I'm here to pop you? (laughs) And he asks Jay, hey, what don't we do? And Jay says, lose. And he asks again, and why don't they lose? And Jay says, because we're the ones. Yeah, they're the ones. They're the ones. Uh, after that, we had a Ridge Holland interview. He's a stand for Sheamus, Larson. Yeah, number one Stay, fan. Number number one fan. So he's asked, you know, what's your deal here on SmackDown? And he's like, man, I'm looking forward to meeting Sheamus. Back in the day when I was a wee lad, we'd hang out at the pub watching Sheamus matches. Uh, whenever when he beat Cena that time for the championship, we cheered. When he cashed in money in the bank on a Roman through a giant party. Et cetera, et cetera. He says, I learned a thing or two, a trick or two from Seamus, and that's awful news for the SmackDown locker room. So, uh, yeah. I think I kind of, didn't I call this? I thought that'd be make for a decent team, like Seamus would take him under his don't wing. Remember. Don't remember. I think I said something like that. Right. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. Uh, after that, we had the Shotzi interview. She says, I've had enough ever since I've come to SmackDown. Lost title opportunities. Uh, lost my tag partner. Lost support of the WWE Universe, which that part actually never happened. And last week, thanks to Sasha, lost the biggest match of my career. Says, I'm not going to smile and pretend everything is okay. She says, Sasha is her target now. She's going to run over Sasha and anyone else who gets in her way. And she doesn't need a tank to do it. They want her to be a heel. The the tank is babyface thing, so now she has to lose the tank. Oh, yeah, for sure. And she's getting rid of, like, sort of the more uh, interesting or some of the more, like, punk rock aesthetics. There was like a social video, I think, on her Instagram where she like takes off the the cool jacket of hers and she just leaves it behind. Mm. Um, so yeah, all that all that sort of stuff is going to be going by the wayside. All the stuff that people like, but I think they'll just they just like her. So regardless, they're gonna they're gonna like her. Uh, after that, we had Los Lotharios, the Umberto's Garza versus Mansoor and tag team specialist Cesaro. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see if this team sticks. Uh, they didn't have what it takes to beat Los Lotharios. I really like Los Lotharios. It's a bit of a task to say Los Lotharios. So I refer to him as Umberto's Garza uh, because that's easier and more funny to me. Uh, they hit their awesome finisher on Cesaro yeah. for the win. So preceding the match, Los Lotharios had a promo uh, where they spent most of it talking about Nakamura and Boogs, yeah, talking crap about them, and this permit said, "Hey, uh, they won't show their faces again uh, around here after last week and after this week." Neither will Cesaro and Mansoor. And then, yes, uh, they end up getting the win, pinning Cesaro after their finisher. Mm-hmm, correct. Uh, after that, this was interesting. So Jeff Hardy was backstage, yeah, uh, talking to maybe a potential work wife, Aaliyah. You know. It's always good to have a nice plutonic work wife talking, to chat with at work. Talking about riding horses, though. Right. 
you know, horses Jeff, put put him on the board. Jeff Hardy has never rode a horse. That's interesting. Learn something new about Jeff Hardy. Today. He's got a big ass. I mean, he, I guess he just has the uh, the, the 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 dirt bike. Thing. Oh, that's right. He's got that. So that's not right. horses on his ranch. Um, so, anyways, Kayla walks in hoping to get an exclusive interview from Jeff Hardy, and uh, uh, what's her? Uh, Aaliyah's like, "You guys go ahead and do this interview," and Jeff's like done enough of these so he goes and he follows uh uh, uh Aaliyah because he's like oh crap she's talking to Sammy Zane he's trying to scoop the work wife he needs his plutonic friend to chat with at work and so he goes over there and he's trying to as the elder statesman of Smackdown telling her hey kid I'll give you some advice appearances around here are everything also, it's very important to be under 25 if you're a woman, apparently. Gosh. And he says, let me suggest you, which I'm not making that up, apparently. He suggests she wears a pantsuit. And then Sammy leaves. That conversation seemed inappropriate. He leaves. And then uh, she asks Jeff Hardy if he's always like that. And he says, yeah, welcome to SmackDown, kid. Uh, then we had Drew McIntyre with apparently his weekly open challenge. He's like, I don't. Uh, let's talk less. Claim more. Who wants to fight? Ricochet comes out and says, Drew, I've known you for a long time. However, you're playing with fire here. I say that because if you keep coming out here, issuing open challenges, one of these days someone's gonna step in the ring, won't care at all about all your your peck flexing and catchphrases, and smack you in the mouth. And guess what Ricochet does? He, he's smacks that, him in the mouth. He's that individual that smacks him in it's the a mouth. Good thing he didn't say I didn't come here to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the match begins. Mustafa Ali is watching backstage. It's a quick little interview with him. Uh, he says, I'm interested in this match. Uh, he and Ricochet have a lot in common. So a really fun match. It wasn't terribly long, but they got, mm-hmm. they got, they got all their shit in, and it was fun. That finish was great. Yeah, so the Rico- moonsault Claymore was fantastic. Ricochet hits a pair of super kicks, goes up for a moonsault. Drew hits with a Claymore midair. It was fantastic. Drew gets the win. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Yeah, that was great. Uh, After that, we had a New Day interview. Uh, Woods says the only thing he's going to be acknowledged, he'll acknowledge about Reigns is if he walked to the ring any slower, he'd be moving in reverse. The outcome won't be in doubt. He hopes Jimmy's warming up his knees and his hips. He'd hate to see him pull a muscle when he bends the knee. Now, this next bit was great. Uh, Ali comes up to Ricochet and Ali says, Hey, we're the most talented people on SmackDown. We should team up next week. Ricochet lays into him and says, No, I don't think no. so. You're not, no. Made it up. He says, you're not a winner. You're a whiner. You're always p- pointing the finger at everybody else. He says, plus, you treated Mansoor like dirt. And on top of that, you're just a jerk. And then you hear Pat McAfee say, oh, no. <laughs> like the most devastated reaction to a guy being called a jerk. I should point out, Pat McAfee is a joy and a treasure. 
and he is awesome in every single episode of SmackDown. He, he really does add a lot to yeah, it. Yeah, on even like a, a mediocre, a subpar episode of, of SmackDown, hearing him on commentary, he'll make you smile. He'll make you laugh. He says, you're just a jerk. Oh, yeah, no. Tons of fun. He had several good lines tonight. <laughs> After that, oh, ugh. Oh, speaking of oh no, it's happy talk with Viking Raiders. I'm oh, not going to talk this. about any of this. It motivated mm-hmm. a match between Viking Raiders yeah. nope. and then happy Corbin Madcap Moss, which the Viking Raiders won by count out. Don't really need to get into any more of it because this is completely can-miss television. This is a must-miss television yeah. right here. Yeah. yeah, it's awful, awful. Awful. And it's just it's just being the, the the problem with it. So Viking Raiders got the win via countout. The problem is in the end, the payoff here is going to be Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss getting over on Viking Raiders. They're t- it's t- it's the most it's the it, it appeals to a seventy five year old man, and that's it. I know it's that's it terrible, terrible. It's so bad, terrible, yeah, terrible. Uh, after that, we have Hit Row backstage. Uh, they walk up to Sammy. Sammy says, you know, your entrance a couple weeks ago, it was flat. In fact, it sucked. He says, I'm only saying that because you you all have potential to be top stars on SmackDown. In, in, uh, in particular, he says, Top Dollar, you could be a pillar. It just takes a bit of work. And Top Dollar asks Sammy, hey, can you show us how to do that? And Sammy sh- says, sure, be ready to take notes. And he starts walking towards the entrance. And Hit Row, they're already starting to, to kind of laugh about what's about to happen. Yeah, so Sammy makes his entrance, and he's just being an absolute dancing fool out there. And he claims that's how you make an entrance. That's what's called having a presence. Uh, he says, uh, oh, let's see here. Yeah. He says, uh, being in the presence, those are qualities you need to be a superstar in his locker room. He knows Hit Row can have all those qualities under his leader, leadership, and then he introduces them. They come out to the stage. Uh, of course, they they removed B-Fab's bit from their entrance, which I guess is what they're going to do. Um, and then uh, they encourage Sammy when he dances, then say Sammy's sleeping on him. Swerve says Sammy must be insane to think he can run them. They couldn't run their bathwater, so they kind of swerve Sammy. They just start talking shit to him. Yeah. And Top Dollar declares to the crowd that Sammy sucks. The crowd starts chanting it. Sammy tries to leave. Swerve steps in his path. And then Ashanti does. Uh, Sammy says, hey, guys, I wasn't here for a fight. I'm trying to help. And then Hit Row let him go. And then uh, he's like, I'm not going to forget this. I did like, I know B-Fab's gone and that sucks. This is how Hit Row really should be treated, though, creatively, as opposed to what we saw last week where they were just backstage randomly. They started, you know, just singing Xavier Woods' name. Um, I kind of like this, you know. Yeah, it was an improvement over last week. It was an improvement. It was, which is not saying much, but yeah. Uh, next, we have the Usos backstage. They're getting themselves hyped up for Jimmy's match. And then uh, Jimmy asks, hey, Roman, you coming with us? And Roman just kind of looks at him and says, how many of your problems do I need to fix? Oof, Jimmy ouch. has no response. He just leaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then our main event was next, Xavier Woods versus Jimmy Uso. Steve, you'll have to fill me in the finish because my computer is acting funny. I tried to do a quick restart so I can make it back to the end of the match. That didn't work. So Xavier Woods has his own theme now. Yes, he has his own theme, which is awesome. Something he's always wanted. It's great. Yeah. But tell him, walk me through the finish of this match. Uh, Xavier Woods won. And then uh, as Jimmy was about to bend the knee. I caught all that. I was going to see how he actually won. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I don't know. He won. (laughs) I was setting up for the stream. I was like, oh, that was just going to play. I was sort of watching the background. I was like, oh, he won. Okay, cool. He won. He won. He won. You got to roll. You got to roll with him. If I say something like that, you got to know. I don't know how, what happened. Okay. okay. <laughs> we got to cover for each other, buddy. Uh, Spectre J here has it in the chat. Says a roll up. Roll up. Very cool. well. Awesome. <laughs> um, I'm going off your notes here, man. Uh, let's see. Oh, let's see if that. I even wrote it down in my notes. Maybe don't I did. So yeah. Um, uh, Woods oh yeah. Wins. No, I didn't. I didn't write any notes for the main event. All right. All right. Xavier won. So yeah. Woods Woods wins, and then Jimmy is kind of bending a knee, but also trying to get out of it. And the ref says, no, you got to do it. And right as he's about to, Roman sneaks in. Superman punches Woods from behind. Uh, Usos lay out Kofi. Uh, Woods kind of takes the fight to reign for a moment. Ultimately, though, he gets super kicked by the Usos. Roman spears Kofi. And then Jimmy picks up Kofi. Uh, sorry, Jay picks up Kofi. Jimmy kicks him in the back of the knee and then follows with a splash on his leg while Roman makes mm-hmm. Kofi watch. 
Yeah. So this is all the build to Survivor Series stuff. Do you think they're going to? Do you think they're going to? Uh, I mean, I know they already did Bloodline versus uh, a New Day. Do you think they're going to go that six man tag again at Survivor Series? Given that, the, I mean, I know everybody has been look number one. No matches have been announced, but. Becky has said, I'll see one of you at Survivor Series. So it's obvious they're doing title versus, or they're for doing the most part seemingly title, doing title versus title. Yeah. Are they, who's the, the, it's Riddle and, 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 uh, Orton. Uh, uh, Orton over on Raw against the Usos. Yeah. It's not like they're setting that up, though. It's not no. like they're really getting, I mean, in all fairness, they're really not role. setting up much of anything outside of maybe New Day versus Bloodline. What's the episode? What's the episode or what's the raw coming up that the bloodline is supposed to be on? That's after Survivor Series. It's after Survivor Series? Okay. I mean, it seems like it's going to be a bloodline thing, but who knows? I don't know. I mean, they're still setting up AJ and Amos versus Riddle and mm-hmm. Orton. They're still doing that. Yeah. So, so maybe, maybe it'll just be sort of a some of them will be title versus title. Some yeah, of them won't be. Knows. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. I wonder if they even know at this point. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, I do know there was a rampage on tonight. And you want to know how to build heat for a feud in one week? Watch this CM Punk Eddie Kingston face to face. I oh wow never thought we've had that question before. Would you, could anybody give CM Punk cry face? We saw it tonight, man. Or at least as close as we're ever gonna get. I felt like Eddie Eddie, Eddie laid off the gas. I think he did. I think when he got on his face and said, I got news for you. Nobody in that locker room wants you to be here. But they're too afraid to say it. Punk's face. He barely had that smirk going. I know that looked like his eyes looked devastated. It was awesome. It was great. It was Eddie. I never thought I was like, I'm looking forward to this. If this feud was strictly who won on the mic, Eddie won, and it wasn't even close. Yeah. Because all Punk could muster. So the gist of it was Eddie said, back in the day, 15 years ago, Ring of Honor, all you guys were very judgmental of me because of the way I looked. I like to eat a little bit. Hey, Eddie, I relate, pal. Punk says the only reason I and everybody else there was judgmental is because we saw the potential in you and you didn't live up to it. That there's there's a name for a guy who says stuff like that. It's a judgmental prick. Yeah. And Eddie calls him out on it basically. Yeah. And oh my God. And in the very end, what sets Punk off, because he can't verbally come back from this, he says, When I beat you at full gear, you need to quit for another seven years and don't come back. Yeah. Yeah. And then Punk headbutts him and they get into a big yeah. awesome brawl. Yeah, it was great. This was a great segment. It really it was, was fantastic. It was fantastic. Uh, and the crowd was firmly but let me ask you this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The crowd's firmly behind Eddie on this because the crowd's firmly behind Eddie on everything. Any chance Punk works this match heel? Yeah. yeah. Right? He has to, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think there's a, there's a pretty good chance of that. Uh, all in all, uh, Rampage was pretty fun. Uh, Brian Danielson and Anthony Bowens had a solid match. I thought mm-hmm. the, they didn't give a ton of time for the Bunny and Red Velvet, but I thought what they what the, what they were given based on the time was really good. The finish was mm-hmm. great, and then Adam Cole versus John Silver was a great match. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. A yeah, fun that was good. Our wrestling show. Let's just get into it. it. Kicked off with Brian Danielson versus Anthony Bowens. It's a solid showing for Anthony Bowens. He had the advantage, especially the, the good majority of the first half of the bout. Ooh, we got to bring out Max Caster's rap. Oh, that's right. The shot. The shot. You know his his raps. I, I don't watch a lot of Dark and Elevation, so I can't really say for those shows. But like whenever I've seen him lately, ever since he's been back, they've come off a little bit tame. You mm-hmm. know, he's got to run him by Tony Khan now. Mm-hmm. When he mentioned the father-in-law killing people's careers, John Laurinaitis, of course, 
Daniel uh, Brian Danielson's father in law. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. That was rough. That was, that was rough. rough. That was rough. Uh, in the end, Danielson gets the win. Uh, he, uh, where was I? Oh, here we go. So uh, he taps him a, out. Yeah, he hits the missile drop kick. So Danielson stomps, puts on the yes lock. Bowens taps. Fun match, though. Mm-hmm. Really good mm-hmm. showing for Anthony Bowens. After that, we had an FTR and Andrade uh, interview. Uh, they're talking about how Cody sucks. Uh, MJF says, all right, here's a deal. Andrade, you get FTR for two weeks in exchange for some money. From, and, so for some dinero. Yeah, and so Andrade says, okay, money talks. So his assistant hands MJF an envelope. They want one more. One of us. He hands another. And then Dax says, uh, you know, we, we, we've we been through Cody. We, went, we, we want pack, <clears throat> excuse me, pack next. He calls him a British bitch. He says, yeah. if you want to prove me wrong, come see me Wednesday night. And that match later on was uh, was announced and confirmed for Dynamite. That is going to be a good one. You got that right. Way. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had the CM Punk Eddie Kingston face-to-face. We already sort of talked about this. Uh, were there any of the specific beats that you'd like to, to revisit uh, here? Eddie explained why he wasn't at Dynamite Wednesday. Of course, that was a, a huge yeah. bone of contention for Punk. And Eddie says, I was, I was sick. I got toast tested for COVID twice. I wanted to make sure I didn't come here and get people sick. Yeah. That is why I didn't show up or why I wasn't on dynamite. And then, uh, you know, he, he talks about punk, uh, judging him in the locker room. Um, and then, uh, punk's like, you're dumping a lot of baggage on me. It wasn't just me that judged you. It was Samoa Joe. It was homicide. He says, even Danielson, um, cause they held him to a standard. He fell short and he says, uh, Eddie, you can blame, uh, me and then lose Danielson. Then Punk says, I'm not wrong for seeing greatness in you 15 years ago, but I'm wrong for expecting it now because you're a bum. <laughs> and Eddie, we talked about this. We talked about this during our watch along. Bum is a devastating insult. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not even close to a curse word. Nope. It's just a devastating it insult. It is. And Eddie says, well, would a bum main event full gear? Would a bum... Uh, risk losing his house to make it to the only pro wrestling company today. And that's when he said, Punk, nobody wants you here, but I'm the only one that can, that will stand up to you and tell it. And he's like, stop smirking at me like you did last week. <laughs> and he says, oh, I see you're getting bad now. That's what it felt like he took the foot off the gas a little bit. Says, yeah. Let's, let's have a match November 13th, full gear. And Punk says, I didn't intend to leave without fighting Eddie, but full gear is a high bar for you. I was thinking elevation or dark. That's such a weak line, too. Like, I look, I'm a huge CM Punk fan, but I can admit I know when a dude is just busting out weak shit. Yeah. And that's just weak. He did. He main evented a pay-per-view. Yeah, like, Eddie did. Kingston is a he bigger did. deal than yeah. Elevation and Dark. Um, yeah. And then uh, uh, Eddie calls Punk a coward, says, fight me. Fight me at full gear. Fight me at full gear. So Punk pulls the crowd. Of course, they all want to see the match at full gear. And Punk says, see, on the 13th, he's about to leave. And then Eddie says, hold on, I don't care about winning at full gear. I, I'm just going in there to beat you up. And when I do, you're going to quit again and leave for seven years. And yes, that's when Punk headbutts them. They brawl, refs come out separate. And by the end of this, both of them look like they basically wanted to kill each other. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. really well it done. Was, it was really well done. Really it well was done. really well done, yeah. Uh, then we had a Christian Jurassic Express interview. Uh, I'll boil this down to they issue a challenge to the Super Click at full gear for a falls count anywhere match. Because Christian mm-hmm. wants to see how tough uh, the young bucks really are. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. After it's it's look, it's it's hard to follow up what we just saw. Um, they probably should have just swapped up. You know, the bunny versus red velvet should have been next, and then you put Christian Jurassic Express in because at that point you're like, oh my god, the, that promo battle was great. They really should have gone to commercial yeah. after the promo battle. That's what they should have done. Then yeah, they should have. Yeah, they went straight to this. Mr. Sinister brings up a great point that we missed. At one point, you see Eddie trying to bite Punk's yes. head. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was so good. That oh, was so good. Uh, they really, at some point, they got to put at least that TNT title on Eddie Kingston. Oh, I hope so. They I really so. should. I really I really hope so. Uh, after that, we had the Bunny versus Red Velvet. Fun bout. Early on, the Bunny uh, boots Red Velvet into the ring steps and then drop kicks Oof, her into the yeah. corner. That gets her a one. Uh, then uh, t- the finish saw... Uh, the bunny hit a super kick. She goes for her finish. Red Velvet escapes that and then hits her own finish for the win. And then Jade Cargill and Mark Sterling were sitting ringside. And uh, so Red Velvet and Jade, of course, they have some history. We're talking mm-hmm. trash to each other post-match. 
Um, really fun bout, though. Yeah, this was actually good stuff. There's a couple of really good spots here. Mm-hmm. After that, we had our standard Rampage split-screen interview with John Silver, and on the other side, Adam Cole, the super click there with him. Uh, Silver says, Budge is the new guy in town, just wants to help him succeed. Cole tells him to shut up, says Silver is insecure because he'll never have half the career he's had. Silver said the Dark Order won last week. He's like, I beat you last week. What are you talking about? And I I beat you dressed as Bambi. Yeah. And now, Cole, I know I see that. You got a boo-boo. Are you okay? And Cole says, I'll handle it. I've been thrown off a cage, and I wrestle the next night. And Silver's going to find out that he's nobody to mess with. And that's enough of the talking. It's time for the main, for the main event. event. And, 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 and Silver, was he mouthed it with uh, John Silver's so great. Oh, he's, he's so hilarious. Awesome. He's hilarious. So early on, uh, John Silver kind of mocks Adam Cole's Adam Cole Bebe taunt, but instead of doing the Bebe, he flexes. And uh, mm-hmm. Cole hits him with a pump <laughs> kick. But this is actually a really good back-and-forth bout. Uh, you know, the Cole, super click, Cole and the Bucks get their spot, the camel clutch, the, the kisses on the cheeks. Kiss bit, yeah. Um, Silver hits this great, really fast flurry of offense. He's looking for a suplex. Cole counters that with the last shot 1.0. That gets him a two. He looks for the boom. Uh, Silver counters with the lariat, follows the running knee, a German suplex, another knee, uh, covers, and Matt puts Cole's leg on the bottom rope to break the pin. Uh, Dark Order run down, confront the Young Bucks, and Cole is looking for a low blow on Silver. Silver catches it, kicks Adam Cole, I believe, in the front area, Hits a Liger bomb. That gets a two count. And then he puts Cole on the top rope. Cole fights him off. He's looking for Panama Sunrise. Instead, Silver reverses that and kind of like an, into an Alabama slam to the corner. Uh, in the end, though, Cole hits a pair of super kicks and then drops the boom to get the win. Boom. Boom. Fun show. Yeah. Fun show. Fun show. Good stuff. Speaking Good of stuff. fun shows, we got a New Japan Power Struggle. New Japan. Um, and so, uh, Steve, you are champion, correct? I am champion. So you got to put up your belt this month. This For is, now. This is when we're going to do it. Power struggle is tonight. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah, we'll do our, uh, our little preview slash predictions uh, right now. Uh, I did uh, as much research as I could. Doesn't yeah. look like they aired the last couple road twos, so I sort of looked at the last road two and, and saw where things were going. Yeah, seems to be relatively predict. I mean, the, we're, look, we're basically on the this power struggles road to Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, virtually. So, like, I wouldn't. I feel like there's a lot of Yeah, no, no major. I went. I looked at the last couple power struggles. No titles really changing. Well, one changed hands at like 2018, I think. Um, did they do a power struggle last year? Yeah, last November. That's when uh, right? Jay White beat a Abushi for his uh, his contract. Oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was a thing. That was totally yeah, a thing. That was last year. Yeah. Anyways, let's kick things off. Uh, got a tag match. Open things up. Fujita and I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce this name. This name like uh, Oy- probably Oiwa. Oiwa, I think maybe versus Ooh. Doki and Kanamaru. Steve, who do you have? We really need to bring Karen out for one of these uh, I know. preview shows. And then next time we're in, I'll, I'll reach out to Karen and bring her on. Great idea. Uh, I'm assuming Fujita and Oiwa, they're young boys, right? I believe so. Yeah, not them. They're not going to win this. I've got six confidence points on not the young boys. Okay, I agree with you. Team Suzuki-Goon gets the win, six confidence points. Uh, Enforcers picking uh, the Young Lions, one confidence point. Next, we got uh, Tiger Mask, Hanma, and Makabe taking on a Bullet Club team of Gato. Jado and Tonga Loa, uh, enforcers got Tiger Mask and friends mm-hmm. at uh, two confidence points. I have Tiger mm-hmm. Mask and friends one confidence point. How many? Who's your pick and how many points, Steve? I've got the team that's most likely to have uh, a garot come into play: the Bullet Clubs with one point. Uh, next, we got Master Wado, Taguchi, and Yuji Nagata taking on uh, Team Lij Bushi, Sonata. Bushi. And Hiromu Takahashi, who do you got, Steve? Uh, I got Los Ingobernables de Japón with four confidence points. Uh, copy and paste. Same Boom, here. Boom, budge. And then Enforcer has got uh, Master Wado and friends, four confidence wow, points. Wow, all right. Ooh, Manic Enforcer. Yeah, next. Another tag match. This is for the never open weight tag titles. You got Yoshihashi, Hiroki Goto, and Tomohiro Ishii taking on Bullet Club team of evil. Show and the Tokyo Pimp, Yujiro Takahashi. Uh, Enforcers got Team Bullet Club, 
five confidence points. I got Team Bullet Club, five confidence points. Wow. Who do you got, Steve? I got Team Chaos with two. Uh, I'm not very confident on this, but... Uh, and I don't like going against a team with Evil and Show against a team with... I don't know, Ishii, Goto... The, the Bullet Club on the road twos were just destroying these guys. And they had their hands all over the titles. The never tag titles change hands a lot. 50% of the time. Yeah. Like, I think it's like last I checked, which was a while ago, it was a 48% uh, uh, odds of them, of them losing the titles. That being said, the go home road two for, for this seems like chaos is going to retain with the Tokyo pimp being the obvious guy to eat the pin here. But at the same time, they might want to put some titles on evil and show. I know. So and speaking of the garage, you got to remember, you always got to count for Dick Togo. That's totally true. Dick Togo might make his presence known. Exactly. But I got chaos with two confidence. Very points. well. Very well. There, that could be a swing there. Next might but, all swing on that match. Uh, next king of pro wrestling provisional trophy match we got yano versus the great okan i got yano with three what about you steve yano with three enforcers got great okan with three next wow junior heavyweight tag title robbie eagles champion defending against el desperado enforcer has all his confidence on robbie eagles i have a lot of confidence robbie eagles seven to be exact what mm. say you steve I uh, yeah, you know he's he's a double champion right now. He won off of Suzuki Goon, the uh, the the junior mm-hmm. tag titles. That's right. I think he's gonna keep on being double champion. Robbie Eagles with five confidence five points. Five confidence points. All right, all right. Here we go for the U.S. title. Go Ace Hiroshi Tanahashi. He's the champion. Go Ace. Go Ace versus Kenta. Who do you got here, Steve? Uh, I got Tanahashi with seven confidence points. Wow, seven. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I got Tanahashi with two. Okay. All right. Um, All right. I feel like I probably not should, a lot of confidence. I feel like I probably should put more. Kenta was murdering him the entire way and had his hands all over that title. Uh, Enforcers got Kenta with seven. Um, next, Okada versus Tamatanga. Okada, I believe, is putting up. He doesn't have the uh, the the G one contract. He has the old heavyweight title now. Is he moosing that thing? Is he putting that? Is is that on the line? I don't know if he's putting on the line. I don't recall. But uh, he said, "I don't want the briefcase. I want I want that title, the mm-hmm. old title." I mean, I got one. You can you can get them off eBay. Yeah, I'm sure they yeah. have. I'm, I'm sure they have the one that he had. Yeah. Well, probably. he probably has the one that he had. I'm sure he has. One. Anyways, uh, I got Okada with nine. Enforcers got Okada with eight. What do you got, Steve? I love that you're giving Zack Saber Junior a shot. Yeah, I got Okada with eight. Well, I'm not giving Zack Sabre Jr. that much of a shot because that's our main not event. all the confidence. <laughs> Shingo defending the title against Zack Sabre Jr. I have Shingo with eight. Uh, Shingo with nine. And Enforcer, another manic pick, Zack no! Sabre Jr. No! with six. What? Did he do this randomly? What an awesome universe mode he's playing over here. <laughs> that's great. Kenta as U.S. champion and Zack Sabre Jr. as I mean, heavyweight champion. That, those are just a couple of great champs. That's that's an awesome lineup right there. Yeah. I love it. I think it's great. Go sub to the Enforcers YouTube channel, Absolutely. everybody. Absolutely. YouTube.com slash 81S Bradley. I think he might have changed it to Enforcer at this point. Anyways, uh, good stuff. Let's go ahead and answer some questions yeah, we here. We got some. Uh, I know we got some questions here in the chat. Let me go ahead and uh, take a look. See okay, if we okay. Anybody loaded up any? Uh, YouTubian says, should Mira lose to Danielson at full gear to further the story that God is toying with him as punishment? You could make that case. I think that would be a terrific story. I really do. I think an, an even more, you know, enraged Mira would be a, a, a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Or, I mean, you could also say he beats Danielson and gets on the precipice of being champion again only to have it taken away from him, and that could drive him further over the edge, too. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Oh, Alex Foster says, Who would the tribal chief have more faith in, Steve or Larson? Also, would you guys stand up for each other if Roman got in the other's face? No. God, no. no. He's terrifying. He's terrifying. Um, as far as who he'd have more faith in? I'm a bit of a klutz. <laughs> so 
probably. I, mean, I don't you. know. I don't looking at looking at me. I don't know why he'd have any faith in me whatsoever. I I don't feel like he'd have. I know he wouldn't have much faith in me. I feel you're better at bullshitting your way into thinking people think that you're confident. Or I'm sorry, that you're competent. I feel like you have a better stone face than I do, a better poker face. So he probably wouldn't see through the veneer of, you know, that that you're a dullard. Yeah. It'd be more difficult for him to suss that out. I've got the face of a dullard. <laughs> You have the face of a professor, even though deep down in that brain, Duller. you are pure duller. Yeah, complete and total. <laughs> he takes one look at me, and maybe if he sussed out that you're in fact dullard, he'd be he'd lose even more faith in you because he'd be like, "Oh, I thought you were yeah. something." Whereas he yeah, looks at me, he sees that I'm pure clown. Yeah, from That's the get go. All good points. All good points. I think I think he'd have more faith. In me to just be what I am, a clown. So I think initially, initially, maybe more faith in me. Once yeah. I disappoint him on a regular basis, then right. at least it's like, well, with Steve, <laughs> at least I know what I'm getting. Right. Yes. All right. right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Correct. <laughs> uh, Joe Juarez, do you think that we'll get some AEW guys come in for the three day Wrestle Kingdom, or is that too soon for Japan? I don't know the status of their travel restrictions. Currently, if it's still a 14-day quarantine once you arrive. Um, if that's still the case, I don't know if, given AEW storylines, if they'd be able to you know, uh, 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 creatively afford to send wrestlers to not be on TV for two weeks. Don't know. 20, 2023's Wrestle Kingdom is going to be... I think, where you're, I think you're going to see it then. I think, I think that's going to be more interesting then. I think we might see some entirely possible. Entirely possible. Terra Riza says just left Rampage in St. Louis. Silver and Cole put on a banger. Crowd mm. was so hype. It was a really fun match. Cool. Uh, Blake Whitehouse. I got to help with the load in and assemble the Titantron earlier today. That's neat. He oh, says cool. other than creative, what's one behind the scenes thing you'd like to learn more about? To learn more about. Can I say how matches are put together? I know that's yeah, kind of be... creative, but I mean, like in terms of the actual nuts. No, and bolts. I think that's yeah. Because my mind, creative is just like the story arcs, you know. Mm-hmm, yeah, no, that's good. It's like what yeah, they call that's producers. Just, that's just darts. Producers. Producers. That's just the story arc that at WWE is just darts. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, Gary MacArthur says I'm still depressed about the firings. Each give me one match guaranteed to make me like wrestling again. End Kenny of an era, Hangman. End of an era. Oh, you're going old school. Yeah, I think, that's, like I think that's a match think that's coming what, up. I think that's what Gary means. One match guaranteed to make me like wrestling again. Punk versus Kingston. Oh, wait, no. It hasn't happened yet. It's going to happen. It's in the future. Punk versus Joe. Okay. From Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. The, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fruit de Loop. Suppose something crazy happens. Vince is kicked out of the WWE. Tony Khan is kicked from the AEW. Somebody else runs uh, Dixie Carter, whoever runs it or is in charge of booking impact is out. Dixie Carter's not in what the hell. Yeah. She has been at the impact. It'd be Scott Demore. Yeah. It'd be Scott Demore. And Gato's out. So everybody's out at, at all their promotions. All right. And everyone in charge of running the shows and booking magic. Okay. They're all gone with all those people now free agents they're free to go to another promotion where would you want to see them go oh wow i'd want to see scott demore in aw i'd I'd actually love to see that now anyways i want to see vince run impact that'd be great it'd be awesome who'd be the top guy moose it's hard not to say moose right Mm -hmm. W. Morrissey. Hey, Vince. Welcome to Impact. <laughs> I'm a spectral attorney. Uh, Vince McMahon's intern, Tyrone Hamilton, says, at the end of SmackDown, I was waiting for five minutes for Big E to come out and help his brothers, but nothing happened. Have WWE forgotten about Survivor Series? No, I suspect they're going to do something on Raw with that. Yeah, I would imagine. I would imagine. You'd think. You'd think. Hope. You would hope. Uh, Wolfpack for life. Can Ricochet pull off being a heel, and what kind of heel would he be? This is a question we didn't ask of each other. Ali Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Are they, they going to turn into a team? No. Ricochet, I, I, so? I, Ricochet showed zero interest. I believe it'll probably just reignite the feud they had on main event. I thought Ricochet was good on the mic today. 
I thought that he was much better on the mic than he usually is uh, because he had that edge going. Mm -hmm. I think that he he is one of the guys that they need to dial up to say, look, dial it all the way up. Like he needs to be. I don't know. You know what I was uh, uh, Jamie Foxx's character in any given Sunday. Mm -hmm. You know, that great music video they did when he turned. Mm -hmm. He had like a rap song. Mm hmm. That's what they need to make Ricochet. Mm -hmm. That would be awesome. That could be See fun. if he can do that. You got to dial it all the way up to get anything out of that guy, I, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's going to do it. Twitch chat, stick around. We'll hang out for a little bit. Hopefully, everybody has a good weekend. Yes. And until uh, next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.